Hey guys, and welcome back to the Totally Random Talk Show. So, we have just finished our season three and are now on season four. As you know, our season three consisted of basically just us going through the entire alphabet and kind of just talking about each letter. Um, but now we're going to change things up a little bit and make it a little more random. Uh, and what we're going to do is basically just pick topics right on the spot and just go on mini rants about them basically and just have discussions. So let's go ahead and kick it right off. Why don't you start, Max? All right. So just just remember, we don't have any like notes or anything. Usually we'll pick a few topics before, but it's like a minute before. So I got to think of something. Um, how about carrot cake? Ooh. I, I don't know why. I just... Why don't we talk about uh, that? I would love to talk about this. Um, would you like to start? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, if you don't know, carrot cake is. Well, let me see. Let me make sure I've got everything right with my information here. It is so, cake with carrots in it. Yeah, but in fact, see, like, <laughs> what exactly is in the recipe? All right. Let's see. So. Usually it has like layers of frosting and some nuts to on the top or I don't know. Some people do little like sprinkles of carrots. I guess you do you, <laughs> but like, yeah, uses carrots to, I, I guess kind of a little bit of the flavor, but it doesn't really taste like carrots. It's mostly just there for like, um, with the like solidifying the cake, making yeah. <laughs> it, making the texture right, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to explain. <laughs> Some people would think, oh, carrot cake, that sounds gross, you know. But actually, I really like carrot cake. It's one of my favorites. Just because, like, you can't really taste the carrot in it. I'm like, yeah, it's just not there. <laughs> and I don't know. It's like, it's one of those things where you can be eating cake and feel like you're eating healthy, but you're actually not. <laughs> so, anyways, kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Carrot cake is one of those things that were like, it's literally like the most simple cake you could make. Like, you can go to the store, pick up like a, a carrot cake mix, or I think it's like a more of like a cinnamon cake mix, something like that. There's usually cinnamon or something in it. Um, and you literally just take that, add water, eggs, oil and stuff, and then carrots, like that's literally it. And I guess frosting, if you want frosting and little carrot bits or nuts or sprinkles. <laughs> sprinkles are the best. Yeah. Sprinkles. <laughs> Make it a little less healthy. The thing with sprinkles too, is it's just tiny little, like, capsules of sugar that's basically it's just sugar yeah it, it tastes like anything <laughs> it, it doesn't even like taste like sugar at all it just tastes weird but like when you put it on stuff it's good for some reason i think some people like sprinkles more for the crunchiness that it gives like more than like the taste because it doesn't taste like too much they're pretty small but mm -hmm. some sprinkles are pretty crunchy, so people and people like that. So true. So I guess that is, I guess, 
whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Let's yeah. just yeah. say that. So, yeah. Sprinkles are great. Carrot cake is great. Honestly, there's not too much else to say about it, I don't think. Yeah, it's kind of a short discussion about carrot cake. <laughs> carrot cake. It's lovely. I was trying enhances to... your vision in nighttime by 15.7%. The interesting thing about <laughs> carrots enhancing your eyesight is it helps, but like there are also other vegetables that do the exact same better. thing better. Like yeah. spinach, doesn't it do that same thing but better? Yeah. Or... Eat your leafy green vegetables. The dark green vegetables are the best for you. Eat Spanish, your veggies. Hard greens, broccoli is pretty good for you. Um, cucumbers not as much. It's not really. Dark. It's like ninety five percent water. It's good for staying hydrated. <laughs> True. Do you think you could drink a cucumber? Technically, you could if you just blended it up. I kind of want to try that. That that wouldn't be half bad. I mean. I honestly kind of want to try adding it to like a fruit smoothie, just a whole cucumber. It probably wouldn't change the taste very much. It would just add slight cucumbery kind of flavor. Yeah, it'd be bad. not terrible. So kind of funny though. All right. Do you want to come up with the next random topic? I would absolutely love to. Let me just close my eyes and get in the randomizing element. Hmm. Let's talk about, you know, let's talk about lava rocks. I I kind of want to talk about this. Well, I would say nice, but that's, I don't think that's lava rock. Uh, (laughs) I guess you, you can, you could start since you brought up the topic if you want to. That sounds good. Um, so for those of you who don't know, there are three types of rock. There is sedimentary, igneous, and metamorphic. And igneous rocks are rocks that come from volcanoes or are created via volcanic explosions or other earth things like that. And so one type of igneous rock is... I forgot the actual name for it, but I just call it lava rock, right? And essentially, it's more of a sharper rock that has a lot of holes in it. And it kind of looks like a, I don't know, like um, I would describe it as a petrified cobweb. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way of explaining it. Um, It just looks cool. It's got a bunch of weird holes in it. And the holes are made via like the air bubbles and different like gases trying to escape from the rock and it just looks cool but the the formation that it actually goes through in the volcano is what makes it so cool is because volcanoes release like different gases and things such as co2 and i think nitrogen is one of them um i'd have to double check here Um, let, let me let me check it releases a lot of gases. I know that. And so um, that is how most igneous rocks are formed. So like pumice, right? Oh, here we go. I have the um, ah. some of the things. There's small amounts of hydrogen sulfide, carbon monoxide, hydrogen chloride, 
hydrogen fluoride and other minor gases. And then it's mostly carbon dioxide and sulfur dioxide and then mm -hmm. some water vapor because water evaporates and then because it's super hot. So anyways, back to what you were saying. <laughs> um, one other type of igneous rock would be um, pumice, which if you guys are familiar with, is a very lightweight rock because of all the air pockets inside of it. Um, and it's a, I don't know, it's just weird because it floats in water. Like, I know it floats in water because it has those air pockets, but like being a rock, it shouldn't be able to do that, but it can. So like that, it's kind of cool. And a lot of people use like pumice stones for like uh, sharpening different things and like just kind of, I don't know, like they'll use it to like shave off dead skin and stuff. It sounds gross, but th that's just how it is because <laughs> it works and it's kind of sharp, but like picture like 200 grit sandpaper, but for your skin. And that's what it is. So just sandpaper. You could, yes. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> against using sandpaper on your skin as long as you're careful and you don't like, I don't know, rub off the whole top layer. All of layers of your skin. <laughs> that would you be start, so bad. You just start bleeding. You're like, what? What? I got to get further. <laughs> okay. that Eventually you'd get to bone and. That would not be good. You'd be in the ICU. <laughs> they'd be like what did you do to yourself i was using sandpaper I, don't worry it's yeah, 200 I, grit i was gonna move to 60 but i didn't yet i was like i just zoned out and just just kept sanding down my arm oh my gosh. Oh, wait if you used an electric sander like a sander belt oh those will give you burns though those seriously yeah because they're so fast Ugh, just, like, I don't like that. What would happen horrible. if you started using like 2000 grit sandpaper like on your skin? Do you think anything would even happen? I, I don't even know. Because it's literally like the smoothest thing I've ever felt. Like, yeah, I think it, I think it like slightly smooth your skin. Maybe, maybe that's how people get smooth skin is with they... 2000 grit sandpaper. Or what else? Let's see. How so get... for those of you who don't know what we're talking about with grit and stuff, I will uh, explain it really quickly. It's pretty easy. Basically, if you take like what the average is, uh, 60 grit sandpaper, it's basically saying there are 60 grains of sand per inch, right? So like 2000 grit would be like 2000 grains of sand or small little particles per inch or around that right so if you had 10 grit that's some brutal stuff like i don't even think that's gonna refine any piece of wood that you're using it on because fun fact sandpaper is used for wood most commonly um yeah if you use 10 grit i don't think that would do anything <laughs> it'd probably make it worse yeah, but usually the most common is somewhere in the range of 60 to 100. So yeah. it's like one grit sandpaper. <laughs> it's just a bunch of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> they just hand you a piece of pumice and then you're like, just use this. <laughs> this is your sandpaper. 
It's just unrefined. Wait. I mean, it technically is just unrefined sandpaper. Hmm. To give them a rock and a tree branch or something like you know. Listen, <laughs> if you've paper. ever if you've ever bought in cheap toilet paper before, odds are you probably bought two hundred grit sandpaper. I'm I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I just and now I just imagine you you are visiting someone, you go to the bathroom and you look over and they've just got sheets of sandpaper. <laughs> you just pull off a square of sandpaper. Hmm, I wonder which grit this is. And then they're walking out and you can see they're limping away. You're like, uh, oh, we know who went to the bathroom. No, Yikes. chafing. <laughs> Ouch, that would hurt so much. Oh, it's like worse than going to the beach. Oh. Because the... Oh. That's the interesting thing. If you, if you go to the beach and they've got very fine sand, or even coarse sand, either way, sand at all at the beach then you rub it on your skin it exfoliates your skin so maybe with the fine grit sandpaper like the ultra fine (laughs) sandpaper it would do something yeah maybe (laughs) also another thing i'd like to point out is that um around the world there are different types of beaches right so you have like golden sand beaches or like beaches with more grayer sand but one that i'd like to point out is like the uh, black sand beaches in like hawaii and other places over that way in the pacific um there are in other places too but hawaii has a very distinct like amount of beaches that are black um and the reason for that is most of the black sand is actually a basalt or basalt whatever you'd like to yeah basalt pronounce it as um it's basically comprised of basaltic lava flows right so like one of the types of rock that is commonly found in volcanoes is basalt because that's i don't know that's just what volcanoes make (laughs) don't ask me about volcanoes guys i am not very good at explaining them um but basically we all know that hawaii is just a bunch of volcanoes so obviously these black sand beaches came from large deposits of basalt but it looks really cool and another fun fact if you go to hawaii do not steal the sand from the beach because it's kind of just inconsiderate and technically it's illegal in the state of hawaii so don't do that or any of the sand see if you get caught with giant barrels full of sand from hawaii chances are you're probably going to be arrested (laughs) prison for life (laughs) imagine going to prison and you're like with your prison mates and they're like what'd you do to get in here i stole a bunch of barrels of sand (laughs) i just i just got out the excavator dug up a bunch of sand off the beach and just left i killed a man that's cool you want some sand (laughs) (laughs) just pulls out some smuggled in sand I smuggled some sand into the prison. Do you think you could break out of prison with a jar of sand? Think about it. 
Oh, I got a jar of death. Oh, I got a jar of death. <laughs> you walk up to the guard. You chuck sand in his eyes. In the frantic panic of the sand in his eyes, he inputs the code to unlock all of the all of the cells in the cell blocks. And then he also accidentally happens to get more sand in his eyes, go down the stairs, open the door, and let the prisoners out one by one. <laughs> that's not what i was thinking about i was thinking about you could take the sand and when they have fruit punch for the lunch you could take the fruit punch pour it on the sand on a piece of paper and make your own sandpaper and then you could just shave off all of the, like get through the brick it'll take you a while but you could do it <laughs> The, the guard just comes by in the middle of the night and you're just sanding it down and you're like I'm just cleaning the walls what <laughs> yeah it doesn't look inconspicuous yeah, go to it sleep looks... <laughs> what are you doing cleaning it's my happy place <laughs> and then they decide to just let you do that all day and eventually you sand through the wall and escape and they're like we how do we not see that coming <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna sit there sanding for years <laughs> plus i don't know how how well like um sticky fruit punch is gonna hold up on that piece of paper probably not well yeah but it holds the sand on it I mean, a little bit probably just for a few until you start stand sanding like the concrete away yeah well to do that, you probably need more than sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hypothetically, if you really wanted to escape jail with sand, I think you could, but like, why would you? Why not just not go to prison? Yeah. Make Simple. good choices. Be a good yeah. person. And don't steal sand from the beaches in Hawaii because that's a bad idea. Yeah, very bad idea. Also, don't try to pet the turtles. Because they yeah. be nice to the turtles. They deserve to just swim freely. <laughs> yeah, they should be happy. And also, they're endangered. So, like, be courteous. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> there's our long rant about lava rocks. And sand. <laughs> we love sand. <laughs> I guess for our next topic just because i'm thinking about sand and water why don't we talk about something that's in the water that's mermaids Ooh. so if you guys have ever seen any movie consisting of a mermaid which i'm sure we all have specifically one that's little and a mermaid very longingly hoping to leave (laughs) (laughs) we we have learned from this that mermaids are not super scary they're just misunderstood but then you watch movies like the fourth pirates of the caribbean movie and you get scared of the mermaids because they're freaky no except for there's that whole oh wait um this is a spoiler so if you don't want to hear spoilers for Pirates of the Caribbean, number four, just just skip this part. So basically, there's this mermaid, 
in Pirates of the Caribbean 4 that they capture, and there's this Catholic missionary priest or whatever. I, I'm not exactly I'm not exactly quite sure, but I know he he's from the Catholic Church. And yeah. he so he wants to be nice to everyone, and so he treats this mermaid really well. And they end up falling in love. And so then she <laughs> takes him down to the depths of the sea. And I'd like to assume that she tried to keep him alive, but also the other mermaids were kind of trying to eat the people, so yeah, I kind of but just I inferred think... from that that she was not in love with him. She was just being a evil, and she probably just ate him. Yeah, but I, I'd like to have wishful thinking. Yeah, and, that's, and, that's and good. And just hope that they were actually in love, and he figured out a way to stay alive underwater for an extended period of time. Let's just hope so, guys. But also, this is super random, but when... They, when you go under the water that quick, as they did in the movie, that's not great for you. That That's what it's causes very you bad. to die. And so, like, deep freedivers in the ocean, the way they get so deep is by taking their time. Like, the, long, the longest distance freedive is, like, I think it's, like, 150 meters, which is somewhere around, like, 300 feet or 400 somewhere in that range I, I don't know exactly but by by going slow your body slowly adjusts and then like there's a certain point where you go under and the pressure is kind of hard to overcome so you'd be in a lot of pain but by pushing through that your organs literally like adjust to the water pressure it's like it's crazy yeah because like the farther down you go in the water the higher the water pressure is going to be because you're going to have more water pushing down on you because water has mass. We all know this. So like if you go down to where the Titanic has sunk to the bottom of the ocean, um, I, I don't know what it is, uh, like what the pressure is. Let me find out. But it's like really high. Um, yeah. And I'd say with, well, with the Titanic, while well, you're looking for that, um, a lot of people, if they were stuck in the ship, I would assume they probably wouldn't have died from drowning. They probably would have died because the ship goes down quick and the pressure changes, and it would have killed them from that. Okay, so according to LiveScience.com, the pressure at the depth of where the Titanic resides, which is about 12,500 feet, um, has a pressure of 380 ATM, which Atmospheres. basically... Eight, uh, one ATM is atmospheric pressure, so, so that's like what we feel at water. sea level. Yeah. Um. So that's, that's three hundred and eighty times the pressure that we feel right now, which is actually we we still feel a lot of pressure. We just don't realize it because we've lived our entire life in it. So there's a fun fact. Or if you want to go by psi. It's about 6,000. Yeah, compared to about 15 for one ATM. Mm -hmm. Just, that's, that's a big difference. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Another insane thing about the ocean is, like you were saying, going like down really fast in divers and stuff. Um, if you go down really fast or go up really fast, um, I forgot what it's called, but basically you have an extent like isn't it where like your body releases carbon dioxide into your bloodstream or something like that i'm not um, sure what's it called uh let me 
Let me find out. But yeah, what I what I do know is that if you're diving at a safe speed, then your body, like your lungs, will actually fill with fluid. It's not a bad thing, but it like you know, it's so that they don't collapse. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. Let's see. Okay, so like if you ascend too rapidly, um, in water, you can increase like the risk of, uh, pressure related injuries because you're going from heavier water pressure to like not as much or what you've been used to. Um, let's see. Oh, this looks good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Air has weight. It's about 14.7 PSI, which is pounds per square inch. Um, and so let's see. Hmm. This is very interesting, actually. I feel like I'm going to school, but not. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, if you go up too fast in the water, you're going to like experience a big pressure change, which can do a lot to your body with like decompression sickness, um, which is really bad. Okay, yeah. Um, so basically what happens is increased pressure causes like a diver's body tissues to absorb more nitrogen gas than you'd normally absorb on the surface of the earth. Um, and then if you slowly go down, the nitrogen gas expands and then the excess nitrogen is like basically eradicated from your blood and stuff. And like when you exhale, um, but if you do it quickly, then your body doesn't have time to release all the nitrogen in your body and then the nitrogen bubbles inside of your bloodstream and your tissue um, can cause decompression sickness and it blocks blood flow to various parts of the body and it causes strokes paralysis and other scary things so yeah take it slow when you're diving <laughs> kind of scary um yeah Actually, really quick, relating that to mermaids, do you think that they inherent like if mermaids were real, do you think they'd inherently know how how fast or slow to swim when they're diving to not die from pressure changes, like extreme? I would changes? assume that they were able, if they were real, of course. I would assume that they had adapted to that. That's true. Their body can eradicate the nitrogen their body's like absorbing a lot faster than a normal human being can and i guess yeah like faster blood flow or something or I whatever guess they can breathe underwater so that makes a big difference mm -hmm. Say... but then they can also breathe on land right yeah and some things yeah but i i assume that's because they probably have lungs because they're half human mm -hmm. and then the half fish part they have gills most likely almost 100 percent. yeah and, and and so i guess i i guess you could assume that because they're half and half the fish part of them allows them to withstand higher pressure easier and then lower pressure with being human so i i don't know because they're fictional it, it's kind of weird but if they were real they'd probably be able to just deal with it <laughs> yeah 
just deal with it. Sounds like a motto. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I agree. Also, I'd like to point out one more thing. Um, in the movie The Little Mermaid, everyone always thinks King Triton is like a butt. But in all reality, he's just like the coolest dad of all time. Because he's just looking out for his daughter. But like, I don't know. I feel like he's misunderstood. <laughs> also, what's up with all the, all of Ariel's sisters just kind of barely being in the story? They're like, hello, and then they leave. <laughs> yeah, they're there for like one moment and then they're gone. It's like, I guess they're just living life to the fullest. I don't know. <laughs> enjoying life under the sea <laughs> <laughs> oh man i will say king triton has some sick abs like dude he's literally like how old is how he? i i don't even know he's he's got white hair so we can infer that he's probably at, about he's like 50 at least 50 which is insane there. that means he's got like He's like Tom Cruise's age, and he's literally got the same toned chest, if not more than Tom Cruise. Like, that's insane to me. How old is Triton? Let me find, find out. out. <laughs> How old is King Triton in Disney? King Triton is such a G, you guys. Stop hating on him if you now do. He's, now he's at least 30 years older, though, because Little Mermaid came out in 1989. So Yeah. <laughs> He probably has the same toned chest, like um, twelve pack. I don't know where to find his age. It mm. like doesn't come up. Oh man, okay. we can. In- That's fine. That's fine. We can infer that he is pretty old, since he has what? How many? How many daughters does he have? Okay. Well, wait. How many? Yeah. How? Oh. It's like. Is it twelve? Oh wait, is he has seven? And seven. Is, is okay. Ariel is Ariel the youngest or the oldest? Ariel's the youngest. She's the youngest, and she's sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So we could assume that the range of them is from like sixteen to like to, to like uh, maybe like twenty or something like that. Yeah. Maybe a little bit older. If there's, I seven, think it'd be like around twenty-five 20, at 25. the oldest. Yeah, yeah. So. so that, Huh, I don't know. Based off of that, um yeah. I'm assuming I don't know. That's so confusing to me. Just to think about look at us going on rants about the little mermaid. <laughs> Getting all into the deep discussions and everything. <laughs> Although I did find something about his age that said he's potentially a thousand. Because I mean, he is like what he is a isn't he a demigod? Because his father is Poseidon. I I guess so. I think. Wait, Triton. That I don't know. Let me. See. Yeah, that Poseidon sounds right. And his wife. So he's he's an actual. He's the demigod of the sea. Hmm. So it would make sense that he's a thousand <laughs> insanely buff and dude, like, super ripped. Come on. I want a I want a chest like that. <laughs> um, alrighty. Well, I think that's it for mermaids, unless you have anything else you'd like to say. 
Uh, yeah, that's everything I got. Alrighty. Okay. And now, I think I think we'll stop after this last topic. That way we can, you know, just kind of get this as a pilot episode and see what we're doing. So let me brainstorm. Um, actually, I have a great idea. Let's talk about aspen trees. I think that would be cool. Ooh. Okay, so here, let me let me just look up some pictures to get some inspiration. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so I do know they're the state tree of Utah, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Maybe. If you don't know what an aspen tree looks like, think of like a Dalmatian, but on a tree. <laughs> kind <Yeah>. of. <laughs> I will say that I have the funnest... And probably the coolest um, fact about aspen trees, um, if I were to tell you or ask you the question, what is the biggest um, living organism on our planet? You would probably say like a whale or something, right? A lot of people say that. But actually, the largest single organism living on our earth is the aspen tree. And I'll explain aspens what they do uh when they stand up their roots are really big and they connect to other roots from other aspen trees underneath the ground so technically since they're all connected and intertwined then they are one organism and i think that's really cool it's like a it's like a hive mind <laughs> i know right <laughs> like they're all just like cool. thinking together so yeah this is why aspen trees are so cool you know mm -hmm. it's also why can... when you look at them there's a lot that are there's a high density of them in a small area mm -hmm. so, yeah. for those of you who've never seen an aspen tree they're most commonly seen uh as with a white trunk and where you have like the little knots in the tree where um I don't know, branches would grow out of, you would see like more of a black color. Um, and then the, the leaves will be green in the spring and the summer um, when they're like blossoming and finally um, fully grown. But then towards the fall, they will turn yellow and orange color, which it looks amazing. Like it looks so cool. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. If you've never seen an aspen before, search it up because it's very cool. Yeah. And just remember, it slightly looks like a Dalmatian. That's what I think. Like, it seriously kind of does. <laughs> also, according to rxlist.com, look at me citing my sources. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they have said this about the benefits of an aspen tree. And this is going to blow your mind. They said... Aspen is a tree. But are you serious? That's life changing. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I I didn't even know until now, guys. Like wow. this is crazy. I totally thought they were like some type of frog or something. It's, I thought it was like I, a just kidding. an alpaca. Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. Aspen the alpaca <laughs> lives in Bolivia. <laughs> in Bolivia. <laughs> But the actual benefits um, say that the bark and the leaf of the tree are used to make medicine, 
Um, so you can combine it with like other herbs for treating joint pain um, and back pain and like just a bunch of cool things like that. So like if you're having trouble, trouble with your sciatica, you know, can use some Aspen medicine, which I didn't know actually. Hmm. It's interesting. I don't, I don't know what else to say though about Aspen trees. Yeah. Um, whoa. Um, am I reading this right? Um, Aspen trees may or may not be poisonous or toxic due to what is that? Salicylates. Sal. Wait. What's salicylates. How does how what is it, how is it spelled? Uh, S A L I C Y L A T E S. Hmm. Avoid with ulcers, stomach or peptic ulcers. That's that's interesting. Um, doesn't give a lot of information about that. I I would assume they're probably not too toxic. Like if they are, yeah. Because I mean, obviously they're in medicine, so they're not. Yeah, like super toxic. Those those kind of contradict each other. Yeah, I guess maybe it's on what they're toxic to. Yeah, because like the medicine that you use is like the the leaves and the bark of the tree. So maybe the part that's poisonous is like the roots or the inside trunk of the tree. Cause a lot of like juices and stuff you'll find in a tree. Yes. Trees have juice guys, maple syrup. Yeah. (laughs) I guess sap, if you want to call it sap. Yeah. But like they have liquid inside of the trunk. So yeah, I guess, I guess, well, like one thing with aspen trees is that, it's not it's not common that you'd use that as like wood that you'd produce something with mm-hmm. usually it would just be a tree that is left alone cuz you use other types of trees for wood cuz the wood probably isn't the best for like I don't yeah know, i mean you can use it but yeah but... but there's better options so mm-hmm. it's more of a tree that's there to look incredibly beautiful and just awesome so so yeah yeah i guess from the whole of this episode the message that we bring to you today is to appreciate nature go out wherever you live and appreciate nature around you i know that earth day is like in the spring but you don't need to have earth day to celebrate earth and nature and the beauty that it gives so Yeah, go outside more, experience the love of nature, and really think about how amazing everything is. Yes. So, yeah, here we go. Getting all, um, (laughs) what's the word? Like, deep. Inspirational. Inspirational. Hopefully hopefully we inspire you. (laughs) Be the change you want to see in the world. You can do great things. I actually forgot who said that crap. I hope we don't get like it's it's just generic things. Gen- no generic things. Okay. Lots of people have said them. No, no copyright. We're, we'll be fine. Legal things. Yada yada yada. Yay! A wise <laughs> caveman once told me, "You do good, I do good for you."
Beautiful. <laughs> Such poetry. Yes, it strikes just inspiration into yeah <laughs> into the hearts of men. <laughs> All right. Oh. Is, is there anything else on aspen trees before we close um up? no i don't think so all right well i hope you enjoyed and really quick we um have a new facebook page I mentioned it in the previous episode at the very very end let's mention it again uh if you want to stay up to date on everything that's going on here we'll post we have random words of the day so it's one thing to keep up with very much so and then as always, stay random. Stay random. <laughs>